Ladies and gentlemen, on this beautiful Tuesday evening, coming out of Anzac Day, coming out of Easter, got a lot to talk about. We do indeed. What do you reckon? What do you reckon I'm pissed off about? Uh, what, something in sport or just just generally in life for your day, something that's happened today? No, it's been a good day actually. Oh, yeah. Has it? Yeah, it's been a good day. It's been a real good day. It's the first day back at work after 11 days off. Normally have uh, can be fuck going back itis, but uh, I was pretty good today. Uh, enjoyed it. Got new desks at work, so it was Ooh. quite fancy. Little robotic stand ups, so yeah, bringing in the big guns at uh, old notifier. So, yeah. but um, how did you enjoy the footy this weekend? Oh, there was one game I liked a fair bit. What was that? The game at Ballarat. Oh. I thought you were talking about Port's first win. Oh, yeah, that was good too. Against West Coast Thirds. <laughs> West Coast Fatties, more like it. How's Elliot Yo coming off the pine throwing his, uh, throwing his uh, mouth guard because he was injured or dragged? Looked like he'd been uh, on the Caesar and the Publican diet for the last five weeks. Yeah, I didn't watch any of that game. I was in the background. That's how the Kane Corns has absolutely ripped into one. Probably... One of many people Kane's ripped over the last three years, so but uh, all warranted. Yeah, I suppose we'll talk about one later on that he's fucked up on and it's come back to bite him a bit, which he's uh, he said. I agree. Yep, I went hard, but uh, that's old uh, Blondie Matondi, Jack Ginnaman. So we'll talk about him later. He features in the uh, clearly can't keep that boy. Front five, yeah, five straight, <laughs> delicious. What do you have? Ten kicks. I don't know. You sense that? Oh, I saw him yesterday during the game, but... So why'd you ask me how many kids he had when you... you no, no, the stats... I said good. during. Oh, sorry. I retract my my abusive look at you. Anyway. One man high five right there. We are uh, heading into <coughs> round six and... um, We've had round six. Sorry, we're heading into round seven. And uh, there's some teams in different spots on that ladder that no one was really thinking of. Frio sitting second. The big purple monster. You S- called it. St Kilda third. I, did, I only uh, noticed the other night when I said to you, they're fucking five and one. Yeah, they haven't played anyone yet. Oh, the old, they haven't played anyone. That's what... Uh, you can only beat who you're scheduled to play. There was, someone was trying to cut down Frio going, yeah, but who have they played? And he's like, well, GWS played finals last year um, and they named the teams that... Um, Played finals. Frio, they've beaten Adelaide. Beaten Adelaide. Adelaide just went to Ballarat and beat uh, last year's grand finalist. Fucking looking hot. Absolutely looking hot. Um, what, your tip of Fremantle in the eight? Is that what looking hot? Or? Uh, I wasn't going to bring it up, but now that you did, that that, that would have been good. I thought I, that's what you were talking about. Unfortunately, I didn't actually put any money on that, but uh, oh. I think they're playing good footy. But uh, there's one mob. Who heads my uh, our list? Sorry, of the front bar five, which it's bothered me since round one. The bullshit that their own club is bringing to attention—that is North Melbourne. 
So they kick off the uh, the front by five this week because every time they lose, and they lose by a fair bit, it's it's not the best watching for their own supporters. But for their for fucking noble, every time comes a, a disgrace. It's no good. It's not what we stand for. You got to fucking pump the brakes, mate. What did you think it was going to be? In one season, you culled sixty percent of your list, and and you expect everyone to just. Start being smack on competitive every week. We need to have a gander at what those blokes that they culled. Where are they and what are they doing? Well, one of them won a flag at Melbourne. The other one played a prelim at Geelong, Higgins. Uh, Trent DeMont is at Port. Um, good start name and all. You make his Port debut this week or last week, I reckon. A couple of weeks ago. Come on. Yep. But it comes back to the, the, the post that was put out last year from Ben Buckley. Was it last year or the year before when Noble took over? When did Noble Might have been take when, over? when he got appointed. When Noble was appointed, he said, we want to be back competing for a flag in three years. And everyone's like, excuse me? What are you talking about, mate? You can't go from wooden spoon to competing for a flag in three years. Is he still their chairman? I don't think so. Or is this his last year? Anyway, he's going to... It, his his comments in the media are coming back to haunt him because the rest of the club have this expectation that they're to be uh, they're, they're meant to be a top eight or a top four side every time they go out there and compete. And the worst thing is the fans see that and get even more pissed off. But you need to fucking get a reality check. North Melbourne were never going to be outside of bottom four. Probably never going to be outside top bottom two this year. Oh, they can lift. They can lift, but. but but pump the brakes on the fucking. Uh, uh, particularly when you press particularly when you have that yeah. amount of list turnover, like and you have a young side. So every time they lose, they're saying in the media that their 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 board members, their coach, and everyone's saying how 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 disgraceful they are and how that's not how they want to play footy. Well, that's great, but you got to have a bit of a uh, bit of expectation uh, reality check because they're not going to be more than that. They're going to have their ups and downs like Adelaide last year. They had a couple of good wins, but then they had some floggings. Like, that's just what happens when you're rebuilding. What are your thoughts there, Daniel? Don't shake your head at me. Every time we do a podcast, the guys... Uh, I was look, trying to look up whether he's still the chairman the or not. <laughs> the most important part of that was you looking up if he's the chairman. Well, can't really criticise him if he's, if he's already pissed off. He was still the chairman last year. Yeah, this is his final year this year. Yeah. He's going. He's going? Yeah. I don't know. Who cares? But what are your thoughts on what I've just been saying? Well, the expectation or ridiculous lofty statement made by a club chairman, it's not the first time it's happened, but but it puts unneeded pressure on. Yeah. And But now the way they're... Way their coach is talking after losses, you just think, "Oh, hang on." Well, it's, like, and I was disappointed. I was disappointed when North Melbourne appointed him because because we'd we'd appointed a coach twelve months earlier, and I was like, "Well, hang on. If this bloke was available, why why didn't we know that he was available?" Who says he's the right option? Like, he, hmm. not knocking him. I don't know. He might be the right option, but a lot of people saw what Brisbane did with. Um, Who's their coach? Um, Fagan. Fagan. 
Everyone saw what they did. They took a guy who wasn't actually a coach yeah. and put him in as coach from Hawthorne and they've gone gangbusters. Doesn't mean everybody can do that. Mm. And I'm not saying Noble's not that man. He could be a fantastic coach, but you just got to put But he is a coach, though. Huh? He is a coach, though. Yeah, but he didn't come from coaching in the last couple of years. He's been in yeah, like, no, no. like uh, management roles and stuff like that. Yeah. So I just think the, uh, the shin boners need to pump the fucking brakes because mm. they're not as good as what you probably think they're going to be right now. They're going to take years to, to morph into that. And uh, blokes like Zeebel and them, they've just got to realise that they're not going to play in the premiership. They've got to build the next foundation for it. And Goldstein, how, how uh, Coleman Jones isn't getting a game? Uh, he must have had, He must be sleeping with Noble's wife. One, one of the, <laughs> the one only of the reason because his highlights from the weekend as well. I'll, I'll share them on the page later on. But he, his tap work was fucking incredible. Might have been Robbo last night on the three sixty. Said you know he's the big recruit. Mm. Has to be in the team. Like has to be in the team. And he's not. He's, <laughs> he's not playing. He's playing. He's playing Friday night footy out at uh, Werribee. Werribee. Uh, with lights you can barely see what's going on Like fuck me in, in your, You're in your press conferences Saying we're not playing how we should be We're, we're a disgrace Yet You've got a prize recruit Just playing the twos for no reason Unless Read his wife um, But yeah North Melbourne Pull your heads in hmm. Well I didn't expect uh, Or a week ago I wouldn't have expected We'd be talking about Telling North Melbourne to pull their heads in. Why? Oh, just... Like it just, the, it just the fact that North Melbourne's even rated a mention. It just, like it just did my head in watching it the other night. I was like, watching his press conference, oh, and his, his body language, it's like, hang on a second. There's plenty of coaches who have been coaching have taken over when clubs are at the... And if, you, and if you're playing that badly, why are you picking them? Yeah. If they're not playing the like way... Like, you've got... They're not playing the way you've got you a are. prize recruit in the Magoos. Yeah. Well, you're six games in, and, and five of those games just said we're not playing the, the way that we want to play. Well, what are you doing? What's the mm. coaches doing? All this and that. But I just think they they have to start realizing that the list they got is not a list that's challenging for a, a top eight spot or a top twelve spot. They're they're literally not challenging to win a game at the moment. Well, they beat West Coast twos, but. Anyone could off because Port did. Um, another, did no, this probably should have been number one because it's, it's it's what's grind my gears. Oh, every fucking year it pisses me off. I love Anzac Day. It's a great spectacle. It's an amazing tribute to all the all that have served. But why can only two teams ever share? In that special, special uh, day at the G, there. You mean the duopoly at the MCG in that <sighs> time slot? Duopoly. Yeah. What fucking thesaurus did you fall over and trip over and was on the ground that you looked that word up in? Well, you've never heard the word duopoly before. Monopoly. I've heard that one. Yeah. Monopoly being mono being one. Oh, okay. Are we are we going through a spelling bee and a, a thesaurus well, question? Give me your thoughts. Give um, me your thoughts. Well, I think they their crowd turns up every year, so they can have it. 
Oh, that's that's great. Um, but once again, this ain't the VFL. Isn't it? No. Because oh. every time, and this isn't a fucking uh, bullshit about how showdown or anything else should have that time well, slot. What do you mean this isn't the VFL? What, can you explain that? Well, this isn't the VFL. We can't keep giving these Victorian sides these prime time spots and prime time everything just because they were doing it 20 years ago. Like, it's, it's not fucking the VFL anymore. Sydney played in, in Tassie on Anzac Day, so I don't know what the VFL comment is. That was, that was just a cash grab trying to get some crowds in Tassie that normally would have been out picking apples or something. Just quietly worked. Yeah, I know, it was packed. But what I'm saying is, and you're deliberately poking me because you want me to throw this glass across <laughs> the table, but Essendon and, Essendon and Collingwood, that's great. Two big money pit clubs. Yep. Two sides that are, are, are always cashed up and will be cashed up have a good supporter base continually get this slot yep. every year and continually make bulk coin off it, huge TV rights when there's other clubs that should be just as deserving, if not, well, sorry, not just as serving, way more deserving do to they have a prime time slot. Do they make bulk coin off the TV rights? Who? Collingwood and Essendon on the day. Dare say, if they're in a slot like that, they're getting some sort of extra, extra money for that. Would have thought. Why? Because that's not how the AFL okay, equalisation so, okay. works. I don't mean direct payments from the AFL. I mean the fact that you're having two clubs who are getting prime time viewing every year when millions of people are watching that each time. Yep. That's where they get it. Oh shit! I might, might get a membership. Oh, I might go buy a scarf. That's where they get the extra fucking money from, and that's why it's bullshit. Or you're saying the Emirates or or Amart or whoever goes. No, their sponsor goes, shit, we'll give you a bit more money because you've got the Anzac Day clash, which is going to have two and a half million people watching it every year. I believe it should be the grand final rematch every year on Anzac Day. It's what it is in the sample now, isn't it? Correct. It's been in the sample for fucking decades. Uh, I was having a conversation in the front bar yesterday. I thought it used to always be Port Norwood. Just I want to hold your hold your thought there. That's why this is the front bar five, right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was Port Norwood. I'm sure, it was. Like in yeah. like whilst I was at school, maybe not. Yeah, because I remember they used to get um, was it at Adelaide Oval or yes. Footy Park and. Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Because it'd be stuff on over at the uh, parade round. Mm. And then the march would finish at the parade round and then the footy started. And I know what some people are thinking. You can't have your cake and eat it too because now Melbourne and Richmond have got the, the Eve slot, which is fantastic. And I've been to the Anzac Day Eve game yep. and it is fucking incredible. I've been to both and that, I believe, is much better. But there was, what, 75,000 in that one, so... Yeah, 78, I think. But once again... No, uh, 78 yesterday and 62 at the Melbourne... Once again, because it's at the MCG, it's always Victorian clubs benefiting benefiting from it. Yeah. So I I reckon that there needs to be some changes made. So you're saying swapping around city to city? Yeah. It's the same. It's the same thing as. Not going to get seventy eight uh, thousand anywhere else. Forget the fucking crowd. 
It shouldn't be about the crowd. Well, okay. You're going to get a packed house wherever you take it. Yep. Correct. So if you go to Adelaide and you get 55,000, correct, that's fine. It's, you go to Perth, you get 65,000, that's fine because you're selling it out. It shouldn't matter how many people you can fit in where they'd be able to play these special games. Mm, yeah, I don't agree. Huh? The commercial reality says it's it's all about bums on seats. Ah, the commercial reality. Yeah. So the AFL making money. Yeah. Yep. And but why? Because everyone's watching that game. They're selling sponsorship. So what do those two teams do? They sell sponsorship. They're selling that they're in that slot as well. Yep. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be kept to certain teams. It's fucking bullshit. I just think you chop and change it or you swap around, then all of a sudden one team's mob doesn't turn up and then... It's like they're trying to make this Good Friday thing for the Bulldogs and uh, North Melbourne. What's that again? Two more Victorian teams. Ah, why don't we have the showdown every Good Friday? No, they wouldn't do that, would they? Wouldn't want to wouldn't pack out a Adelaide Oval on a Friday night on Good Friday, would you? No. Is it wake the joint up if we did? <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone wants to have a, have a go back, you can inbox us and give us your thoughts. But I believe Anzac Day, times are a changing. We need a change and make it a national competition again. I forget. Uh, I forget the term that uh, Big Mac told me to actually use instead of duopoly. He told me a term. You wrote it down. Yeah, Ogolopoly. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it actually is. Ogolopoly, which is a sanctioned event that's only with a limited uh, in a limited market. What about in the NBA? On, what a, on yeah, the, on box what's happened there today? Uh, no, we won't go to that. But oh, Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Yep. Is that the same teams every year? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think oh. chop, chops and changes, oh, I think. Yeah. Maybe because it's a national competition. Oh. Yeah, right. NFL. <laughs> NFL? Yeah. Yep. What about all their big days? Uh, what have we got? Uh, Thanksgiving? They have a game on then? Not sure. Pretty sure they do. They have it's a the pretty big teams. day called Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Two different teams every year? <laughs> <laughs> and, and a different but stadium? Different, <laughs> different stadium. Is what I was sort of getting at. Well, that's before we get too excited about the two different teams. But, the, but the, here's another. There's another thing about that. They're, they don't give a fuck about the crowd sizes. It changes every stadium, every year. New stadium, new spot. Yeah, but you only get the Super Bowl if you've built a new stadium. Do you? Yeah. Was well, that what it's been for a while? Yeah. So you build a new stadium, you build them, yeah. they will come. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, that's my outburst. It's something that's been grinding my gears for a long time. I think it's fucking. Yeah. Um, too too much of this. We love to talk tradition, but it's only VFL tradition. And I, yes, I know the Collingwood Essendon was spawned in ninety three, ninety five. Sorry, ninety five. So it was already the AFL then. Yes, I know. But let, let's make this an actual national competition. What and, and move it around. Whose idea was it? Do you know? Sheeds, wasn't it? Yep. Well, you were hoping I got that wrong. No, no. I, was, I thought you'd know. Huh? I thought you would know. And the, and I do understand why they have it there, because of how big it was when it first started. Yeah. And there was... Why did he choose people. Collingwood? 
Why? Because the uh, chairman of president of the of RSL Victoria at the time was Bruce Ruxton. He's a Collingwood supporter. I don't know how you know that shit. You're a fucking weirdo. Oh, thank you. Did you just read that today? You've always known that. No, I've always known that. See, I rest my case. You're a fucking weirdo. You're, you're a brain man. Yeah. What did you say tonight? You go. There's so and so Sobrano in the crowd. No, Phil Sobrano on that. Yeah, f- on the on that terrible Russell Robinson band on. Yeah. What's that show called on Fox? Best on ground. Best on ground. Which you've said. What's his name? Phil Sobrano. And yeah. I said. Who the fuck is Phil Sobrano? Uh, I bet you people know who Phil Sobrano is. I bet, I bet my house there'll be people going, who the fuck is Phil Sobrano? Then people go, who's Kate Sobrano? Anyone under 30 would know who she is. Her career went Anyone down Anyone over 30, <laughs> any, any bloke over 30 would definitely know who she is. Why? Because they wanted to chop her. Still, Maybe. Still do. Um... Uh, with going, uh, talking about the national competition, Sydney Swans, whew, didn't they just have a... The, the, the worm on the score chart there went up and down like a honeymooners nighty. Now, <laughs> it was now, fucking ridiculous. Now, you and I went out for brekkie yesterday morning. Uh, yeah, maybe. And I said to you, I reckon Haw- uh, Hawthorne a sneaky chance today... Which you shut down in world record time. Yeah. And was I fucking wrong? Well, in the end you weren't, but for... In the for words of Vin Diesel. Doesn't matter if you win by... <laughs> I don't fucking know what he's saying. Win's a win. For three and a half quarters, I thought I was pretty right, though, because with 12 minutes and 16 seconds left in the game, Hawthorne had a boundary... Or there was a boundary thrown in Hawthorne's forward 50 and they were still up by eight points. And, and they've lost by 41. They just went clearance goal, clearance goal, clearance goal. It was brilliant. But that one thing happened in that game which was just completely blown out of proportion and it's something we spoke about in pre-season when, he announced, when they were redrafting him, he was doing his comeback. So that's great that Paddy McCartan's coming... This is number three on the front row five, by the way, but... Paddy McCartan coming back from that, um, from his concussions and his brain trauma, everything like yep. fucking brilliant, amazing. But the, the question kept ringing in my head, what's stopping him from getting hit in the head again? Like, you can come back and be, mm. all, be all good to play, that's great. But you're going back into a, a, a scenario where you're going to get smacked in the head again. And that happened not once, not thrice, but three times. <coughs> That's thrice. I know. <laughs> it's three times. And yep. the second, the third one was obviously one that rocked him around a bit. But the thing i got the issue with is, A, the cameras in the change rooms. I reckon they got to, there's got to be, if a player's having any sort of injury or any sort of testing, that's when they got to cut it. Because people watching that are thinking that he was distraught, that he's, he's concussed. But I kept looking at it thinking, no, that's a guy who wants to go back out and play. But he did fail the and concussion they, test. By much or? I don't know, because I've never done one. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> all I know is all I know is he failed the he concussion failed. test. And then they said, look, he's fine. We are just ultra, ultra conservative. Uh, because but they've said history. he's fine, but then they've said, but he did fail the concussion test. So How fine was he? Well, yeah. 
But this is the thing, is there a level... We don't know this concussion test. Anyone that can tell us about this test is any players, but is there levels of failure? Is it like, oh, he's just on the edge, we'll pass him, or he's just on the edge, we'll fail him? Like, I, we don't know how that goes, but... Um, Have you ever done that testing or done that? No. no. I've played over footy. What, so it's not at a... Not a standard thing through through all football. No, God no. Oh. No, I should know. But the um but what 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 made me sit there and go, can we just park a fucking car? Was instantly on social media you saw a hundred posts in a row by all the sports people, everyone going, Heartbreaking, like this is shattering. Um, prayers go out to McCartan. His prayers aren't going to help him. Um, and it was like, hang on a second. Uh, this is a guy who's had massive issues with, with his brain. Did anyone ever happen to think that they've gone, all right, let's just pull you? Um, because we don't want it getting any worse. Like, mm. precautionary. Of course it's going to be precautionary. And then, lo and behold, they come out and go, everyone chill We're just being chill ultra out. precautious. We're just absolutely protecting him here because he can't protect he- himself. I did see some comments on there, on those posts. I can't understand why he's not wearing a helmet. I was like, I was going to comment on one of them saying, because the, it would be as because useful it makes, as... makes no difference. It makes no difference. It would be as useful as a condom with sweat holes in it. Like, it, the concussion is the brain rattling in the skull. Yeah. So these fucking... Uh, like Brayshaw's helmet. <laughs> Maybe there's some size to him wearing it. But the concussion is your brain rattling. And oh, what the fuck does that helmet do? What does any helmet do? The NFL helmets don't do anything because those guys get absolutely fucking rocked by it. So what's this little bit of tampon pads around your head going to do? It's going to do nothing. So anyway, <laughs> what? Uh, no. don't, didn't like that analogy? Oh, it's just an interesting one, that's all. But but he's going to be ruled out for next week then. Yeah, well, he's ruled out yeah. because he failed the concussion yeah. test, so it's an automatic. But that vision there... Um, while it's great for the public to see, as they say, I was. Is it required though? No, absolutely not. I, I didn't. I was actually. Yeah, they're talking about it now, but I was actually watching it, thinking, such an invasion of privacy. Like the change rooms used to be, particularly when, these, like, no one got a look in there, and nor should they. Particularly when, if you're with a doctor, it's no one else's business. That's what I was about to say. What happened to? Um, it doesn't matter that that doctor's getting paid not by you personally. Yeah. It's getting he's getting paid what by the club. What about patient doctor confidentiality. confidentiality? Now you've got a camera there. Does that go against any sort of legalities? Can they just go? Hang on. Why did you air that? We have a doctor and a patient having an examination, and you've recorded that. That's I can't understand how that's legal. Who was who was the player earlier in the year? Bulldogs. Um, Crozier. Yeah. Had the defibrillator on him. Yeah. And Rewalt, uh, Jack Rewalt was huge on it. And I, I totally agree with him. Yeah. Them showing that on TV, can you imagine his parents at home seeing that? Yeah. Can you imagine? Girl, girlfriend, girlfriend or wife or. Family, friends, yeah. brothers going, holy fuck, I've just seen my loved one on TV with a defibrillator on it. Get the fucking. They're not even. It's not like it's a camera that a cameraman's got. It's a spy camera. It's the, the security camera that you have in your friggin' on your front doorstep. Get them the fuck out of there. And then when they st- when any player celebrates and they go, oh, that's a bit that's a bit rude. We're going to fine you and cripple you in the media for it. Well, it wouldn't happen if that fucking camera 
wasn't there. Mm. Yeah, I think players now, there's just way too much access for, for, for media, especially when someone's being treated for concussion or a heart con- a defibril- defibrillator on you. There's no fucking way that that should be televised, mm. ever. Unfortunately, I agree with you there. Fuck me. Disagree on me with something so we can have a stoush? I disagree on the Essen and Collingwood thing. I'm happy with Essen and Collingwood to continue. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Fuckhead. Um, <laughs> speaking of Collingwood. Just quietly, Essen's best performance this year. Essen's? Yeah. You don't reckon the win against Adelaide was their better performance? Uh, they were clearly better yesterday than they were against Adelaide. I thought they were going to win, to be honest. They were in a very winnable position and entered Jack Ginevan. Ginevan? 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 Gulliver? Gulliver's troubles? But he, uh, he had something to say. After Just every goal. Five straight snags. Nothing wrong with that. You know what? Before yesterday, yep. I kind of watched a few of these footy media shows and I'm like, yeah, maybe he's a bit of a flog. Oh, geez, yeah, he is a bit of an arrogant little prick. But then I watched it yesterday, I'm like, nah, I'm on board. Can play. I am on board the G train. He was entertaining. Every time he kicked a goal, he had a different celebration. Yep. He gave it to the crowd. That And that slow-mo where he's given him the Give shush. Him the shush. And he could see all of them as slow-mo <laughs> going, fuck you. <laughs> I pissed myself. And I think it was brilliant. And you know what he reminded me of? Acker. Had a lot of Acker about him just... A bit more fuck you to the crowd, stuff like that. But another character of the game that no doubt the media will try and stamp out when something goes wrong. But they're all blowing smoke up his ass right now. Mm. But um, no, he was real good. Five straight, just and gun barrel straight. Two of them around those body ones that bent more than a honeymooner's dick. They were brilliant. Um, <laughs> you got a, got a rising. <coughs> I was wondering how, how many how many little sayings <laughs> I can whip in that you just. Take you three or four seconds to, to listen to in your head again and go, what's he on about? But <laughs> um, he's got the rising star this week too. Oh, did he? Yep. I didn't realise um, he's played under, obviously he's played under 10 games at the start of the season if you're getting a rising star nom. But um, is it his second year on a list? Must be. Not entirely sure. Hmm. But I was... Uh, very, very impressed by everything. And then you see his, his, his mates last night. Yep. Have you seen it on his Insta? He's, uh, he's come home from the game and his mates have blown up balloons, gone and bought champagne and beers. And when he's walked through the door, they've popped them on him. And gone, yeah! Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And then they're interviewing him tonight on... Um, uh, 360. And he's like, yeah, I actually had mum's glasses on and I walked in and she's filthy at me because I've, I've got a, I was wearing her glasses and they, they broke and all this stuff. <laughs> walking in, he had the medal on. Walking, with the medal, walking with the medal on. You know what, some people pick apart stuff like that. And, uh, but you know what, while he's, uh, if he can back it up, keep doing it, kid. But um, Kane Corns did back down quick, which is... Ten, ten games he played last year. There you go, ten. So... So is it 10 or less? I thought it was less than 10. No, I think it's 10 or less. Yeah, right. And under two years. Kick 17 last under, year. Under 21. 
Kicked 17. He kicked 17 goals last year? Yep. Shit. There you go. People didn't... You know, would people have been talking about him if he didn't do that thing with the GoPro at the start of the year, though? Or would he be another bear bum in the shower? He, when he did the GoPro and Kane Corns revved him up, yeah. that's when they were talking about him every week. Yeah. If, if he doesn't do that, are, are we talking about him? Sometimes you gotta, sometimes you got to set the standard. And he really, it's... Early. Really, I didn't notice even the GoPro stuff because unless you follow Collingwood on social media, you don't get to see that because it was... On Collingwood social media, so it was only that that I follow Kane Corns on social media that I saw it. So, so Kane's the kingmaker. But Kane Kane's gone whack. You wait till you're a good kid, you're a wanker, blah blah, blah you're a little flog. Yeah. And he's doubled down and gone, oh yeah, I'm gonna cut my hair and bleach it for you, Kane. <laughs> and oh, I love it. No, but Brilliant. the showman. To to Kane's defence, he came out and said, look, I've got this wrong. My issues. Say, it's the first time you've ever heard him say. My issues like. not with the lad himself. My issues with you don't give that GoPro to. But that's you want player interaction. Is it a? Is you, it you're a, not going to give it to Scott uh, Pendlebury, who I think's a ripper. But shit. yeah, well, it's like boring as batshit. It's obviously a. Um, Obviously, a winner by the social media team because I like I like what Kane said last night. Said you are a superstar, light work, light work. He um they put up a uh, thing today of him on uh, he was on Fox on Fox Sports News picture of him as an eleven year old in the middle singing the song. He kicked his hundredth goal in under elevens, and he kicked uh, hundred. He kicked average seven seven goals a game. And then, turn, oh yeah, there's the quick turnaround. There's him getting mobbed by his mates <laughs> as he walks back into his his uh, house or apartment wherever he lives. Well, the glasses are about to get. <laughs> so he um, and then he they interviewed him tonight. Mark Robinson said, "What was the best haul you kicked um, in the juniors?" Do you know what his response was? No. He goes, "Oh, against so and so, I kicked 15. Oh, they, they that's a day out. They went 15. He goes, yeah, and then Dad made me play for them in the second half. <laughs> so he's no, he has to kick 15 in the first half. Kicked 15 in the first half, and then his dad goes, right, lad, didn't go play for the opposition. They're short on numbers. <laughs> so Dad was the coach. Dad must have been coach, so that was very interesting. And wait, He's just a kid. He's a kid with a bit of go about him, so... Kicked a ton. the game. I think Adelaide's got Rochelle, which has got a bit like that. Every, what every is it with what is it with little uh, like small forwards that have got a bit of spunk? Your mate Higgins. But as soon as you're an opposition fan, you're like like Stephen Milne. Mm. Just don't like him, but put him in your side. Pretty sure you'd like him. Steve Milne's the best small forward I reckon in this game scene. And ridiculously good. But the thing is, you hate them because they kick that awesome goal. And then they do give it to the crowd. Like, fuck yeah. And then you're like, throw my fucking beer over the fence at you, you prick. But if he's in your side, you want to go hug him and high five him. But uh, it's going to be interesting where, to see where this kid goes now because he's what, 10 games in. Well, he's got a rising star and he's won isn't a medal it, already. But isn't it funny? Eddie Betts, small forward, clearly a character. Hmm. But he universally loved. 
Yeah, because he doesn't go, he's just sticking up your ass and just yeah, kick the fucking yeah, goal. Yeah, he, just, he just enjoys he the goal. He goes and hugs the opposition yeah, and high yeah, fives yeah, them. Enjoys the goal, he just kicks, yeah. He yeah, says, oh, hey, hey guys, did you like that? Did you love me? Thanks, guys. Whereas Milne, he was always running in, giving it to the crowd and everything. So, yeah, Jack Ginevan, it's going to be good to see where he goes. But um, He's going to be pretty special for the Woods for a... For a fairly long time, you'd expect. Well, we've got another one here in the front bar five that's, um, it's not footy. So it's the first front bar five, I reckon, that's not footy. Um, and I don't know whether people actually agree with, with with me or you on this, but Ben Simmons versus everyone. It seems like everyone wants his blood and for no real apparent reason because he's injured, but let's just have a listen to... Uh, the biggest mouth in the US, Stephen A. Smith. Um, and oh, we'll play this first and then we'll have a chat about it. Ben Simmons might also be the weakest, most pathetic excuse for a professional athlete we have ever seen in not just American history, but the history of sports. I can't think, I can't think of a professional athlete that has come across more pathetic than this man. She's lucky he doesn't have any mental health issues. Precisely. Um, how, how, how the fuck does he cop this much heat? Look, what went down in Philly yeah. obviously didn't go well, but can you, remember I read su- oh, can you remember a certain superstar that was playing for the Spurs that went down the same path? Kawhi Leonard. I remember when Kawhi Leonard was always injured because he was in contract dispute and just couldn't get his body right. No one ever hammered him like this. And then when he goes to Toronto and wins a um, wins a title, it, it, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Now Ben Simmons, right now he's injured. And he hasn't he hasn't been able to get his body right for this game. But because he didn't play, is it uh, he's copped it more than what the Nets did for being swept. It's somehow Ben Simmons' fault, who's been there is, is for it, two months. Is the body his issue? Or I thought um, I thought mental health stuff was the issue. No, it's the back. Oh, is it? It's his back. I thought, yeah, I don't think it is. 100% his back. They said it's his back. Oh. Yeah, right. Definitely his back. Okay. Now, he said he can't get his back right, and... I believe. Uh, what did you quote? Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller, Reggie Miller had a had a dip on Twitter, and he was like, "You know, uh, the rumours are he was going to be back for Game Four, um, and now he's not. It's pathetic. It's he's soft, rah rah." I'm like, "Well, hang on. You've you've summed it up in the first line in your tweet, mate. Rumours. Mm. Brooklyn never said he was going to be back. Ben Simmons never came out and said I'm going to be back. None of his teammates said he's coming back. Look." Like, just because you've listened to the wrong people and formed an opinion that he's going to be back and all of a sudden the bloke's not and you're disappointed, that doesn't make him soft. That makes you dumb. And he's, he, he's, he's copying it. And, and I don't particularly like Ben Simmons. Uh, look, I don't like the way the whole Olympic stuff went down. Um, I personally thought if he, after all the shit that happened at the end of the season... when mind He would you, he have been a hell of a lot better uh, around his Aussie teammates... In London, uh, training, he would have been uh, and then uh, not London. Sorry, wherever the bloody China, China was it China? Uh, rather Japan? than rather than in London at Wimbledon with his girlfriend. Yeah, 
Um, but people have short memories. Um, only weeks before the, the playoffs, Ben Simmons was dropping huge triple doubles and was the reason why they were humming towards whatever they were doing last year. And then he has he everyone knows he had a bad playoff series. But when you when you when your best player, like your number your sidekick and your coach come out publicly and smash you, I'd be saying stick it up your fucking ass too, I'm out of here. And if you're not gonna do what I'll trade me, well fucking I'll play the game too. Ben Simmons played the game and won. And that's why they fucking hate him. That's why the, the, the public are, are, are hating him over in America. Because he got his way, obviously. Um, and he got to move to but another the, team. But is, are the public against him? Oh, yeah. Oh, big time? Oh, everywhere you see it on there. You read the comments in them. So it's not just the Philly fans that are filth. No, it's, just it's dickheads like Stephen A. Smith. It's Colin Coherd. All these guys just absolutely, um, absolutely just... Calling him that, calling him pathetic, the most pathetic sportsman of in history. In the history of sport. There's a lot of pathetic sportsmen in history. You're going to really put him above that? Jeez. Sorry. Fucking hell. <laughs> Mum's going to cop a spray tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to come in my room when I'm vacuuming, Mum. Um... <laughs> So Ben Simmons, I don't think should be copping grief for, for uh, the Nets being swept. A lot more than that. So um, that runs out our, our front bar five. Mm. I, I'm a bit annoyed that you agreed with me on most of them, but maybe we got it. Maybe I'd, we, I just we think we're going to do a debate on it, an actual, like a proper debate. A large one. one. Yeah, like a large one. Like Masturbate. <sighs> Get your mind out the gutter, mate. Oh, says you. Um, there's a, a few things we can go through tonight, but I, there's the ones that are glaring at the moment. Um, Adelaide Crows. Is, is it? Okay. We'll, we'll go back to them. They, they need to be getting a lot more credit from... They're, they're actually, starting to get a bit They're credit, actually mate. getting some with the uh, Victorian media, so... Well. well... Last night on a couple of the shows, I were talking about the dogs, and the dogs did this and the dogs did that, and... On two different shows, I like. Actually, we shouldn't be saying the dogs didn't do this and didn't do that. Adelaide won the game, and and uh, what what about that goal of Texas oh. to at the end of the match? Get him up here! I want to buff him. It was brilliant. He did. He, he the goal before his five hundredth. He kicked it, and he almost kicked a point, and it swung back in for a goal. And he's like, "Well, I know the win now." And mm. he was in that pocket. All he had to do was just pop it out in front of the goals, and the wind did the rest. It was the most. Brilliant, well-weighted kick. And it's put it in front. And then Bont got that goal quickly. I thought, shit, they're not going to drop this, are they? And another fantastic performance. They've knocked off Richmond. They've knocked off um, the uh, the doggies now. A lot Texie said in the uh, interview on field after the match. Going to be huge for that young group. Mm. Because they never won two in a row last year. Never won two in a row the year before. Like, it's... And for anyone that uh, for anyone that was saying Tex should be retiring a couple of years ago, they need to ha- hand their fucking um, never a, watch football ever again. Never watch football You're ever distressed. again because a good good friend of ours, Borchi, always used to say, and I agreed with him. They, they just they weren't kicking it to him right. They weren't using mm. Tex in the right position. He, he wasn't a. They were trying to do what they did with Jenkins and push him so far up the ground. Yeah. It's like, why don't you play him as just, what he's born to do? Full get the forward, bloke in the square. Get him in and. It was fantastic. The Crows were fantastic. And Ben Keys saw tonight he's finally getting some love from the media. The guy, you put him in a, um, 
put him in one of the other sides. They might be saying he's favourite for Brownlow. Say he's playing for Melbourne or Geelong, they'd be calling that be a Brownlow favourite. So, um, absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. And the Crows play the Giants this week. Could be three in a row. Three in a row. I'm going. Looking forward to it. So Adelaide up and about. Um, is that the first time we've had two South Australian teams have a win in the same round for a while? Uh, definitely the first time this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't hang Port. They they did the job. Well done. You got your win. Um, they did. So look, they did look convincing early. Nah. Took a while to get no. going. And you need to win by that much against that team. Yeah. Like, like like Collingwood dropped that game against West Coast. So people can piss on that win as much as you want, but a win's a win. And when you win yeah. by 60, 70 points, against yeah. West Coast fully fitter, still a very good side. Yeah. Um, they, you know what's affecting them a lot now too? So they had a lot of players out with COVID cro- protocols or actually got cro- COVID. One, one, one player I noticed... Tim Kelly. So he was out with COVID. Yep. And then he had a week off. And then the week he came back, he looked slow. He looked tired, which is what COVID does to you. And but this week, another week on, it was brilliant. Mm. Had over thirty touches, a lot of meters gained, and a side that got belted. So yeah, I, I don't think I think people are going to give West Coast a bit more leeway to what they're actually doing because that actually makes Frio's win against Carlton all the better. Mm. Because they only had 23 or 4 blokes to choose from. Yeah. Fremantle are playing and, really And like, like a couple of weeks ago, Carlton were going with the flag. That was a pretty good game. Uh, and Freo just ran over them. Freo. I They're still cannot believe you said that early this year. And I'm like, whatever. You dickhead. Hey, yeah. It's only round six. But uh, they've got some big games coming up. What do you up. think of their coach? Longmuir? Yeah. Well, he's proving he's... He knows what he's doing. Yeah, so far so good. So far so good. I mean, with a side like Freo when he went over there, he was doing what Ross Lyon really didn't want to do and rebuild and do all that stuff. And he's, he's he hasn't brought players in. So it was a week he's before lost, that he didn't coach and Jamie Graham coached them? Yes. Yep. Right. And then they were missing three assistant coaches against Carlton. Yeah. And a player that's not getting a lot of recognition is Matt Taverner. He leads well, grabs well, and fuck, he, he's a beautiful and, kick. And kicks. Had a shit game on the weekend, yep. couldn't get near it, but sometimes you have those days. But, but pretty bloody good the week yeah. before. And then just what's a little bit more even amazing for Freo is Adam Cher has come out outside who was, did he win their BDF? Uh, I'm not sure whether he won it, but he was. I think he did win it. Um, or if not, he was their best player. Um, and five. They still don't have five. Still to come back. Still to come back. So... Um, Fremantle with, with a fully fit Fife back is going to be uh, going to be impressive to watch. Um, but one side they're going to come up against soon, it'll be at the G, mm. the D's. <sighs> they have not they have not played that. They've played good footy, but they have not played anywhere near the footy that they were haven't played last three year. quarters of footy in the one game, let alone a full game of a decent football yet. They didn't play three quarters in the grand final and they did what they did. Yeah, good point. But the I, I've been saying it to a lot of people in um, Melbourne are nowhere near where they should be at the moment and they're 6-0. and oh. Like if they really, when they really click. And look damaging yeah. when they. When they play that footy they played in the finals and towards the end of the year last year, when they get that humming, 
Fucking watch out. During Brisbane's reign, like when they were absolutely on. You mean like 03, 04, 04 yeah. yeah. Or earlier? They, or no, oh, during during those seasons. Yeah. I can remember watching, and it was like a Sunday game versus the Bulldogs, and they were just like toying. Stop circle just, work. Yeah, and they were like, oh, oh shit, it's that time of the day. Oh, we better, we better switch on here. And just went. Bang, <laughs> and but it reminds me of the like when Melbourne all of a sudden kick into gear, and it's just like so that game against Richmond. They should have won by seventy points. They kicked one million behinds, um, and just that side that played on on uh, Sunday night. There was no Viney, yeah. there was no Lever, no Hibbard, um, McDonald. Playing twos, uh, Salem still not on that side. That's <laughs> what did he come out in round two or something? No, what did he do? Round one, uh, did his ankle or calf or something? Yeah, right. But he's out for probably another four or five. But fuck, there's some. And, and it's not just at the moment. Like, like what was it? Round four be- before Petty came back. Mm. How good's he? Yeah, he's he's benefited from Tom from Tomlinson getting injured, and uh, look. I don't want to knock Tomlinson, but right now there there isn't really a position for him mm. um, because he can't he can't play Lever's role where it's that floating in intercept marker, not really manning up on anyone. Um, he can't play a quick half backman, and he seems to be a bit too slow and too robotic for a key defender role. Mm. I don't know, but and then they recruit him as a winger, so he's he's not a wingman. He's not. In that position to play a wingman, I feel for him because he's come back from his knee, Rico, and oh, I want to win a flag. At the moment, there's, there's no real position for him in the side unless unless um, unless something happens. What do you think of um, the McKay McKay scenario today, McCoy? Um Well, Will Goodings tweeted earlier that uh, you know Australian sports best best conspiracy. Current conspiracy theory continues. People that don't know we're talk- what we're talking about, we're talking about um, the brothers Mackay from North Melbourne and Carlton. Ben and... Oh, <laughs> I never on. remember the other one's name. Go on. No, I don't know what you're saying. Have a crack. Ben and Luke? <laughs> no. I was, I was hoping you'd remember it because I've forgotten. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... They have yet to play against each other in an AFL game, and they've been on the lists for four years. S- or nah, hold on, nah. Be six? Can't be seven. Could be. No, nah, they're not free agents yet. So yeah, six years. I thought it was seven games they've missed. So seven games that they're meant to play against each other, and they haven't played against each other. So he's been rubbed out for one week this week for doing some sort of. I didn't even see what he did, but he's been rubbed out for a week. So once again, the Mackay brothers will not play on each other. So hang on, which ones? Which ones missing? North Melbourne. Oh, the North Melbourne one. been rubbed out. So he did something against the Cats in Tassie. Yes. Yeah. And the whole reason why this is fascinating because brothers have played against each other before, mm. but they've never been direct opponents. You've got one guy who is a key, solid key defender, and then the Coleman medalist. Everyone, including me, I want to see that fucking hang jewel. On. I want to see it. Hang on, round one, 1991. Who? Aaron Jarman lined up on Darren Jarman. 
um, was Andrew Jarman in the midfield? Yes. And Darren Jarman was in the midfield at the same time? Yes. Lined up against each other at the first bounce in the Crows' first ever game. Midfielders doesn't have the same ring to okay. fucking colossal forward versus defiant defender, Jakovic, Cherry. Those jewels. And then you got two brothers doing it. How many times as kids would they have been in the front yard? Belting the yeah, piss out of each other. Me and my brother, we used to throw the foot in the air and then try to go one-on-one, but I used to just push them to the ground and grab it. But these two, <laughs> they're absolute built-like-brick shithouses. Can you imagine the front yard brawls? Ben and Harry. Ben and Harry. <laughs> I had to look it up. Can you imagine the front, the, the biffos that would have had when there was... How could, I, how could I forget Harry's name? He's actually the better of the two. <laughs> He's the one that's known. <laughs> He's the Coleman medalist. So yeah, that's that's another that's another pay per view um, battle that we're not going to see this week. We're going to have to wait. Mm. Do they play? Do they play them again? Out in North Melbourne this year? Uh, They're too lower. They were too bottom eight sides. So you think that they would have a a game again maybe later in the year? But um, I, I, I personally want to see that game. It's going to be good because the the hype around it now is awesome because they still haven't played against each other since they've both been drafted. So. Yeah, give me a ticket to that one. I'm keen as mustard. Struth. Struth. Who's playing, uh, who's the Friday night game this week? This week? Yes, why you've got that in front of you. Oh, it's Richmond and West Coast. Yeah, West Coast, Richmond. Yeah, not keen for that. Yeah. Frio Geelong will be a good game down at the Cattery. And Frio paying $3.50. Get your money on the Dockers, $3.50. They won't, won't beat Geelong at the Cattery. Heaps of people beating Geelong at the Cattery. Though. It's not a fortress anymore. Oh, isn't it? No. Okay. They've got a rock-solid defence, the two Coleman medalists. What about the next day? What? I think Adelaide would only be $1.65. Could hardly win a game last year, and now we're paying $1.65. Against a finalist. A, a team that won a final. Hey, we're going to wind up here. But, but also uh, a team that are no, just no good. Well, are they no good? Are they... They've got no forwards. Mm. Like to, to say Toby Green... And then traded out Finlayson. Who kicked six on the weekend, didn't he? Five? Six? He was playing for Port Magpies the week before. But GWS, they, they just seem... Hogan, I don't think, is the answer. Mm. But they don't have a, a renowned forward. Himmelberg's a, 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 an alright forward He's not the key forward Hogan's the same thing They don't have a guy like a Mackay um, Or a, a King Or anyone that, that can really own that forward line Because if they did Do you know where they'd be sitting on the ladder right now? Top four I reckon it's their missing piece Is their, uh, their big forward So get, get, the, get the checkbook out that's, that's their biggest problem though they, uh, they spent too much money on every midfielder In the side they haven't, they haven't got any money to bring a forward in. So, what's um? I was going to call him Will Hoskin Elliott, but he plays for Collingwood now. Um, the halfback flanker that can't get a kick. Williams. No, the oh. other one. He plays for Carlton now, mate. Yeah, oh, I thought you were talking about someone that left GWS. No, no, still there. Uh, Lockie, Lockie, Lockie. Whitfield. Whitfield. Played about on the weekend. Yeah. He's coming back from. He's injured every freaking week. Body falls apart. Yeah. We're just waffling now. Okay. Thanks for listening, people. <laughs>
enjoy your uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whenever you're listening to this. And uh, remember, if it's not on, it's not on. It's not on. What are you talking about?